Welcome to Blurred Perspective. I'm Lady L. I'm Brother Rue. And this is episode 8. Um, just right off top, we can talk about um, SNL, because I want to talk about SNL. I was, I've never really <laughs> liked Saturday Night Live that much, but they've been doing really good lately with like their guests and the comedians. They, you don't agree? Oh, I don't really watch this. I mean, the Bill Burr set was amazing. Awesomeness. Oh my goodness, he really, what did he say about the Gucci boots? They, they jumped the line. With the Gucci boots on. Shout out to Bill Burr and his white bitches. Yeah, that that's amazing. Bill Burr is one of my favorites, though. And I listen to his podcast, so I I know you know that's pretty much where he stands. So I get to, you know, it was just like, yeah, I I know this about Bill Burr. Y'all need to be put on, but uh, so I like that. I need to catch the Easter Ray one. Because that one is getting uh, good reviews. So, I, I feel like they're trying to get popping again so, on SNL. Is it the competition to say the most liberal thing that you can say while on SNL? Or is it just, you know, people tired of Trump? But you Trump know supporters. what, though? SNL has always been a liberal uh, show. And, and they always kind of, like, highlight that during the elections. You know, they make fun of all the candidates or imitate them if you will i mean them open them uh open them yeah opening monologues have been you know chris rock pretty fire here lately yeah so, chris uh, rock did good yeah i give him credit i mean honestly i just go to youtube and watch the opening monologues for the people uh only last the last sketch i watched was when r.i.p chadrick bozeman was on there and the only one I, oh, I watched the potato was the, salad. Oh, yeah, the yes. Jeopardy one or whatever. So, <laughs> that was awesome. When he was in character for uh, for T'Challa, so yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. That was a classic moment, and that's the thing. They will have classic one-off moments, like it won't. But that show with Bill Burr and that was actually a good show. Like I, it was watchable. I could watch the whole thing. Yeah, because it went into the debate with a. Uh, Jim Carrey and um Yes. Jim Carrey and uh Maya no, Rudolph. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as Kamala. And whoever was playing Pence. <laughs> yeah, he was funny too. I forgot his name. <laughs> but he does a good Pence. And of course Alec Baldwin's Trump is like the best. He really set the bar like four years ago with his Trump. I'm surprised Trump ain't tried to sue him yet like he tried to sue uh, Bill Maher. But see, that's the funny thing. Remember we were talking about how, um, like, Trump is not really a celebrity. Well, I said he's not really a celebrity. Like, all the big celebrities never fooled with him. Like, they never let him in the club. He was never sitting at the table with them. Yeah, it was just black folks. Yeah. Because Alec Baldwin never fooled with him, I don't think. And Oprah. Right. Really? Yeah, Oprah, I guess. Yeah, when, she, when her show was getting canceled or whatever, he was one of her final five guests. Why, though? Like, what did they even talk about? He's not interesting. Hey, the NAACP gave this man awards. For what? Uh, I don't, you know. That... It was either creating jobs or something. Really? Mm-hmm. And it was... Uh, What's the uh, the black dude uh, from back in the day? Uh, 
The one that was there when Martin Luther King got killed. At, oh, Jesse president. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> wow, they gave him that's a whole he, award. That's why he always says just because he's a president that the, the black celebrities and entertainers stop liking him. That's not true because, I mean, honestly, none of these issues affect them. I mean, if anything, they should be voting for him. I would assume they make over half a million dollars, if not millions of dollars a year, and don't want to pay high taxes. So that's the lie that they say about people being Republican. You can still make bread and not be for all the BS that they spew. I used to just like Trump when he was on WWE getting his ass whooped. So. He was really fighting? I didn't see this. Yeah, he done caught a Stone Cold Stunner. That's awesome. They should bring that back. Can we do that? No. Uh, what you call it? Is this homeboy? So, you know, get it. You know, keeping it on comedians, that's why it's kind of funny. Like, people like Bill, um, Bill Maher, I'm sorry, they really thrive in a time where you have a president like this. Like, during the Bush era, oh, my God, people made so much money off of jokes. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, I'm going to go on working and say that prior to us starting to do this podcast right now, I did not hear our little smoke detectors going off this much. So if y'all hear smoke detectors in the background, sorry. I did not hear them. Is it like a dog whistle? All of a sudden, just losing that goddamn mind. We don't have a fire. Oh my God, I don't... I I just changed the batteries not too long ago, people. Bizarre. It's weird. I haven't heard anything. Okay, maybe it's just me. (laughs) So just in case, that's a disclaimer. I I haven't heard anything. What do you smoke the smoke texts and start losing? They want to be on the podcast too, you know. I guess fuckers. Anyways, yeah, back to I forgot what I was saying. Oh, about comedians having, I mean, because let's look now. We voted already, Mm -hmm. that that's done. Our decision made, like, I don't need to see any debates to know where I'm leaning towards. Um, but. I will say that he is funny. So if he gets reelected, I won't be mad because, see, what we have to understand is that no one person can make or break um, what you have going on. Um, Make sure you vote for your elected officials. Make sure you get several streams of income, and it, it won't matter who's in the White House. But, you know, back to the comedic side of it. Um... He's funny because he's like has a weird way he talks and you know it's the best in the world and so it's, he's like low hanging fruit like his hair his hair alone is like could pay somebody's you know for a couple of Teslas off he, of jokes. He uses the best words but ever. You never, but I'm you so never smart. I'm so smart. It's like, the greatest ever. It's like, the best ever. And people be like, yeah, he's right. It's the best ever. Oh, my God. He's amazing. The best ever what, motherfucker? Right. Like, it's bizarre. It's, it's, people don't like normal politicians. But I like a politician who uses, you know how they close the fist and put the thumb up and they're talking to you like this. It's like, it's a trained sport. It ain't for everybody. This whole notion that somebody from a trailer park was like, yo, 
if he can become president, anybody can be president. That's not how this shit works. These people have to go in front of other countries with like dignitaries and stuff. You can't be talking about, oh my God, we're the best. Like you, that's not how this works. Dignitaries from other countries don't really want to meet with that dude, though. But that's my point. He has no, no genesis quiet. I was saying. He just, yeah, he don't, he's nothing, there's nothing professional. No. Or dignified. No. Or, or political or, or presidential about him. He's just your old ass uncle that be on Drunk complaining uncle. about shit. Like this dude, straight hot garbage. And anybody and, that votes for him is racist. And any, yeah, because I, again, your taxes, I don't care. If say, you if anybody you, that votes for Trump is either racist and you don't own a, a Fortune five hundred company, okay? Either racist or a fucking idiot. You, if, if you own a Fortune five hundred company, I get it. These people who are right for, I won't get into the housing that they live in, but <laughs> so, I'm just saying we don't have a sponsorship. And not yet, but, but let me just you say know. This. So far, these first nine episodes have all been brought to you by Hennessy. So, Hennessy, how that you boy? Go ahead and finish. Um, it just, it's a special type of person who's lacking teeth in their mouth. Um, like, because it's funny, like, the people with real money, they don't even admit that they like this dude. It's all the people who want to aspire to be rich, who thinks it makes them somebody for liking him. Bro. You make yeah, $20,000 a year. It makes somebody. It makes them a fucking idiot. He's the nothing that he's saying has anything to do with you, including abortions, because that doesn't apply to you. Nobody Why can, do you care? Nobody can tell me specifically what he's done. He says he's done a lot for black people. Being a president and reelected. Nobody can tell me what he's saying. Basically, what I'm saying is we need to hire, you need to have higher uh, credentials for these people. Like, so let me get this straight. The first black person had to go to Harvard. Like, he had to be like a superhuman. But this guy, he just gets to be. Fucking reality show superstar. (laughs) And not even a good reality show. So, right, I would watch, I would watch Apprentice. Actively looking like, oh, that was a stupid decision. Why did he fire that person? It was always this dumbass reason. Because if I'm not mistaken, and I'm going to Google this as I'm talking, but he had to make sure that his first apprentice winner or his first two apprentice winners were black. Oh, that that guy. So that he could get past the whole racist thing. And... I, I just honestly feel that, if I'm not mistaken, it was the black dude and then... Um, so, Bill Ranzik, Bill Ranzik is oh, he was still second. doing something. He, no, Bill Ranzik was uh, runner-up, I think. But he still is working in real estate and stuff. He's like a successful... He done moved on with his own successful, shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, this dude is only picking the black guy. So that he can say, I picked the black guy. See, I didn't watch it after, like, season two. Because I just saw the game. Like, why they were using Omarosa as TV ratings. But then, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was mad disrespectful. So, 
After that, I didn't want to watch it well, anymore. Well, when they went to the, the what they should have did is what they ended up doing eventually. Don't ask me when. I don't remember because I stopped watching it after the first season. Whenever they went to the celebrities, yeah, is what they just should have been doing. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to work for Donald Trump knowing that his ass is gonna go broke and the business right. is gonna go down? Like, <laughs> right? Uh, like, how much you gonna pay me? Yeah, like. Ain't no fucking way. Yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah, Bill Ransom did win uh, season one. Yeah. No, Bill Ransom won season one, but he got but a black dude. Been, yeah. He got a black dude a job off him. Well, That's, it was a runner-up situation. I think it was, God, what's the black guy's name? I forgot. Black guy. We'll call him Token. Oh, don't call him Token. Why not? Mm-mm. That's hey, listen, not right. True story. I was going for a job. And I got the job. And uh, Kwame Jackson. Kwame, yeah. Was He won season two. And then they made sure he had a real black name, so too. So he got shit for Bill Ransom winning. Mm-hmm. Because we were side-eyeing. Because Bill but didn't do anything. Kwame Jackson is the guy who got it uh, in season two. Yeah. So, um, I shoot y'all not. I was working a job. And I'll say this job because I worked at a uh, Home Depot. Uh, at the, uh, nope. Allegedly. I was allegedly working at Home Depot. Allegedly. Go on. Nigga, it's in my goddamn resume. Anyway, <laughs> so I was working there, and I shit y'all not. So it was during the training process. I got the job and everything. I'm good. And it was for the uh, warehouse, not the store side. Mm-hmm. The rapid allegedly. deployment side. The RDC side. Yep. These, this, they had this dude working there, and I, I won't say his name. I'll say the company, but I won't say his nope, name. Nope, we won't say company or his, his he name. Don't, he don't work that no more. They smart enough to realize he was for the shit. So anyway, we in uh, Winchester, Virginia. And Pretty white place. We talking, it was. It, it was either white people or Africans. And you had... That's you how had, Minnesota is out here. You had uh, certain places you could not go. It was so bad that I didn't order my own food. The white people that we was in the group with, it was me and this other black guy eventually. Yeah. Because at first it was just me. I was the only black guy. Everybody else black. was white white men or a white woman and then a Spanish chick. And I'm out, we out one night after training and shit. Because, you know, we out from Houston and our building not open yet. And we in Virginia. The dude hauled off was like, you're like token. And I was like, wow. what? He's like, you're our token, like South Park. Wow! And I was sitting there like, do I lose this job and maybe a, a mm. plane ticket home, mm. or do mm. I laugh this shit off? Because I'm about to punch this little bald head white dude in this motherfucker. The face. things we have to go through. And I was just sitting there like, oh my god, this dude just called me token on the job. And I how am I talking? I had to work ten times harder to get here. Yeah, my background and you seeing what I did when I was at UPS and all these other jobs, you was like, That's holy shit, you public did a lot. service announcements for the white brothers and sisters listening. If you see us somewhere, and I've had jobs where I am pretty much the only black person, just know that I'm probably smarter than y'all, and, and that's the only reason why they let me in the building. Now finish your story. <laughs> It was just, I was just taking it back because motherfucker called me token. But well, and the other thing I was gonna point out is we could me and this other black dude that eventually got hired on our ship because we was on the night shift. We couldn't even fucking order our own food. Mm. We had to have somebody else 
one of the white people order food and they would order extras and shit. And then once the food and the drinks got to the table, then we depending on where we went. I still remember I walked in a restaurant and I don't know what it was. It was like, yeah, we're going to meet at the restaurant at 10 or whatever. I walked in the restaurant at 10. These motherfuckers ain't made it there yet. I heard silverware. Stop. And clang. the goddamn plates. Everybody look clink, clank, clank, clank. Everybody looking at me like, what this nigga doing in here? I walked in that bitch, look. Walked right the fuck back out there. Like, hey, man, why y'all set me up like that? That's fucked up. So, so I'm guessing they know, didn't serve nigga pies. So, you know, that was a trigger word. You said token. And that shit just <laughs> triggered me a little bit. But, you know, hey, America... Why? First of all, shit. let's talk about yeah, these trigger words, man. Why is why it okay that you had to? The fact that this is what I say about this country, and I've been trying to figure out where did we get this reinsurgence of white people being racist and it's thinking safe. and being brolic. We had a black president, so, but then even the good so white people safe. don't say shit, right? So, cause why the hell is it okay for you to know you have to order my food as a black person? Mm-hmm. Like why? Why? No, they knew it was fucked up, but we was outnumbered, and it wasn't like you know we got time to argue with this shit. Cause then they just gonna spit in everybody food. So we well, they, gonna do what we need to do. Nigger lovers for the lack of a better term. And then they told us, "Hey, don't y'all in Virginia? We was in Winchester, Virginia. They was like, yeah, y'all here, but don't go to West Virginia." I was like, damn. And hold on. And so like, how come? And they was like, damn show don't go after dark. Because we wanted to go to Five Guys. So we had to send this white chick to Five Guys in West Virginia. Jesus. To get the food. Because, you know, it was on one of those little borders. Like, it was a bunch of, like, D.C. It was basically using a DMC. Yeah, the D- yeah. The D- DMV. DMV. No, yeah. I said right. DMV. Yeah. DMV. DMW or some shit. I forgot. It's the it? area of Maryland, Virginia. DC, DMV, DMV. I said it right here. So we was in the DMV, and I was just like, "Yo, really?" They was like, "After dark, don't go past these places." That's just, troubling because there's a whole school that black people go to in West Virginia. And this, ladies and gentlemen, was 2009. So we're good enough to play football for y'all. Yeah, but not good enough to I mean, you gotta look like live a, like so a I guess human. That was the other thing, you know, at that point, like now I ain't you know, shit. I gotta get back into shape. But so when you go in the Fendi store, they can be like, "Sir, what would you like?" I remember going would to the Fendi like store. Champagne? And I had broke my hand during the and Super Bowl. I was Bowl. kind of like you know, kind of swollen. And it was during Super Bowl. <laughs> I wasn't swollen, but you know, I had muscles. And it was like, "Oh yeah, uh, can we help you with this? Can you help me with that?" Cause they looked like I had a football injury or something. They thought I was a football player from one of the teams in town for the Super Bowl. I was just like, "You motherfuckers, cold." Last week when I came in here, you bitches didn't say nothing to me. But now you think I'm an injured football player? You trying to see how much you can get up out of me? And the yeah. irony is, the people who work at the Fendi store make fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, they want the size of your money. I'm sorry, I took us down a rabbit hole, but yeah, I know. But that's weird. These people just, you know, Trump, Trump. Honestly, motherfuckers had him in songs and videos. Yeah, shit Snoop like loved that him. Yeah, until he became president, but he started using those trigger words to racist people, 
you know, back in the day, we used to beat them up and kick make them America out. Make America great again. I'll just make America great. It's like those are racist trigger words. Yeah. And for you to act like you don't know that is asinine. But, but you know what? Trump started a trend because not only did he, not only did he say if I ever ran for president or or politics, I would go for I would run Republican because they're because stupid. The, those are the easiest people to manipulate. Yeah. He got other people realizing that all I got to do is wear this MAGA shit yeah. and say America, 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 and these motherfuckers will eat this shit up. Yeah. And I can make, man, if me and my wife, if me and Lady L was like, yo, let's make this a conservative talk show, radio Black station. Black conservative. And, 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 you know, because we, well, we did some fucking, uh, what's that dumb bitch name? Candace Owens. We did some Candace Owens shit or them goofy ass little twins. Uh, the Hodgins twins. I don't even know uh, them. We did some shit like that little retarded ass comedian. Or Kanye dumbass. Or Kanye. You know, you can make some money pretending it to is be like a open, black It's a market for that. Yeah, because white people want to hear uh, the house nigga tell them how much they love them. Yeah, always. And I'm just like, yo, you bed winch ass bitch. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you? No. No. Y'all niggas goofy. Like, If anything, I get it. You can agree with some things or have a conversation, have an open conversation with somebody, but these people are pretty much impossible. I mean, they're impossible to deal with. They pretty much just want people to see America their way, and this place is a melting pot, and we should like change our motto you know from life liberty and the pursuit of happiness to life liberty and mind your mnf and business because the interesting thing about like the conservatives is everything they want to do is minding somebody else's business they don't want welfare mind your business if you don't need welfare which a lot of those people are on welfare they just don't say anything about it but mind your business Gay people, you don't want to be gay. You don't need to worry about what somebody else is doing in their bed. By the way, a lot of them are gay. Suppressed gays. Okay? Mm -hmm. You know, mind your business. Mind your business. We all need to live here together. And we are going to because I don't have to go anywhere. My ancestors helped build this way. And I don't have to go anywhere. So, it's just crazy to me that they think they have the right. Because they stole, their people stole this land. They have the right to be here more than I do. Like, you have to step outside of yourself and just mind your business. So, the title of this episode is going to be Mind Your Business. (laughs) Because, yeah, you know, I just hate when people try to take a moral ground on some shit they stole. Abortion. If you don't want to have an abortion, then don't have an abortion. You can't tell somebody else to not have an abortion. Because, you know, that's, you know... You know, I know we didn't probably plan on talking about abortion, but that was an interesting topic that I had, at, you know, with some uh, friends and some coworkers. It's like some you know, men, right? All men. Hilarious. All men. And my thing was, I agree. There should be some level of accountability to the woman for laying down. Well, she is right. And having sex, I get it. But if she knows. I had sex with this person and I didn't intend on getting pregnant. This is not what I wanted. I'm not going to be able to take care of this child. And I don't want it. And I don't want it. She should be allowed to have an abortion. 
I just because think- when that child is born, you're gonna whine and complain about her trying to get welfare. Yeah. You're gonna whine and complain when that child, if that child grows up in a bad situation and becomes a criminal. Right. You're not gonna help her take care of that child, but you're gonna say, "Oh, well, you decided to get fucked, so you should just have to keep that baby and just make the best of the situation." And not only are you not gonna help the mother, half the people that's talking about uh, pro-life have never adopted a child. We got whole orphanages full of kids, and you gonna tell me what's gonna be different about these new coming children? They're gonna be orphans. Yeah, it's like, and then they're gonna grow up in a shitty situation in an orphanage. Nobody gives a fuck about them. But that's the but plan. You, you don't care about the child. You just telling the mother, hey, you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have uh, had sex. So now you gotta deal with the consequences, even if you give that child away to the government. I, I'm not one for, you know, letting my conspiracy theories fly, but I feel like that's a way that they keep. So we're in a capitalist society. You have to step on somebody for people to be up top. And if you got orphans, they have to get emancipated and they don't have people in place to help them build well, then those are your working class people. So I think that's really why don't think that. they don't want people to have abortions. So they need somebody to step on. So the, the two things, so abortion to me goes hand in hand with the LGBTQIA community. And let me tell you why. Because abortion, who's doing the abortions? We know black people ain't doing the abortions for the most part. Right. Because we want, we quote unquote, we quote unquote, allegedly, want the welfare. But we don't we even know get it. We know Mexicans ain't doing abortions because it's like 15 kids in one family. Mm-hmm. Abortion affects white families. Right. Because Mexicans are by and large becoming the majority in America. Right. And white people are becoming a minority. Not the minority, but a minority. Right. So that little, we 13%. And, and Caucasians are 40, 50, 60%. That number is dropping. Right. And they need their people to stop doing abortions so that they can get their population up in America. So then stop that Planned is Parenthood, the Parenthood of, in the white neighborhood. They don't really have Planned Parenthoods in the white neighborhoods. You got a point. To be truthfully honest. You got a point. And the reason why I say that, that abortion is tied to the homosexuality uh, complaint is because... Homosexuals are considered minorities, whether yeah, they're diverse, black, yeah. white, Hispanic, or whatever. So when a company is looking to say we need to be more diverse in our hiring practices, they hire a gay white man or a gay white woman because yeah. that that even though they're white and the majority, they're minority because they're white or or because I mean, they're white and gay. Possibly gay. But I mean, because they're gay, because they're uh, homosexual. So, yeah, that whole minorities allowing that shit to to be an issue. It's to like them, you, but they trick us, right? Because to me. I am the most spiritual person you'll ever meet, but they use our religion against us. Yeah, I don't give a fuck who you because fall in love with. I believe in they're God. They're not talking about abortion when I but go to church, okay? Let me be clear. I believe in God because I hate to believe that the slaves that was their only that was their only opportunity at existence mm-hmm. I refuse to believe that my little brother Kiara's only opportunity at existence 
was him being six years old and being special needs. And at six years old, he was about to, he was still the size of a baby. He never got to walk. He never got to eat food in his mouth. He yeah. had to be fed through a feeding tube. So what you're he saying, you know, it's a life so after this. I believe that there must be life after this because for that to be the extent of my little brother's existence, or people suffering, or people right. suffering through slavery, or the Jewish people with the Holocaust, right. or all the wars that was fought for us to get to the point that we at, like I refuse to believe that that's the extent of existence. Because if it is, oh my, oh man. Like, Jesus, you mean to tell me that when I die and close my eyes, this that's is it? it? I don't no. get another opportunity to exist? That so, that's why I always tell people, no matter what, no matter what, I believe in God. I believe in life after death. Because for me, to, for a slave to have to say what Killmonger said in that powerful scene in Black Panther... Uh, throw me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from ships ships because they knew that death was better than bondage mm-hmm. like for that to be the extent of someone's existence like oh my god so yeah no I, I believe in God and all that yeah but so you know I don't not, think it's not that, my business mind yeah, your business I don't think that religion should be used as a weapon. Yeah, or to these for me to tell you you don't have a right to be somewhere. Or a lot of these people, a lot of these people use your your morals against you. You're a moral person, so there are certain things that you're not willing to do. But our whole do. president don't have morals, so that's exactly. going out the window. Exactly, they're gonna have to sit down with that argument. Exactly, now. you're a moral person, so there's things you're not willing to do that me as an immoral person don't care and I'll do. Because the the bottom line and the dollar is all that I care about. Right. And that's the difference between us and a lot of society. Right. We think right and wrong, good and bad. It's they too many think, emotions involved. How much involved. money am I going to get if I do this? It's too many emotions involved, right? So, like, when it comes to the LB... LBGTQI. Yeah. LGBTQIA movement, right? A lot of the rights that they wanted were like, oh my God, I just want to be able to see my family member in the hospital. You know, they did not recognize that and they couldn't even go and see them if they were dying. It's not like they wanted some crazy cockamamie rights that everybody's acting like they wanted. You know, the crazy thing about it to me is people call Barack Obama the LGBTQIA uh, president. He only did, he only helped uh, gay people. He only helped homosexuals. He only helped. Can somebody tell me what Barack, to me, Barack Obama did two things for gay people? He gave them the right to get married. Right, which, which is, should be anybody's right. If they want to get married, let and them get he married. Made it Mind Ill- your business. And he made it illegal to discriminate against them. Those are the only two things he did for gay people. What else did he do for them? I have a he question him for holy roly people. He didn't give them tax breaks. He didn't give right. them land. Right. He, he gave them the right to get married and love who they want to love. And he gave them the right to not be discriminated against. What's the problem? What the fuck is the problem? I don't understand. Jeez. I have a question for the holy rollies. They don't mind their business. If you swear for whatever lifestyle you're leading... That you are going to heaven and they're going to hell. 
then wouldn't it be more roomy in heaven? Just mind your business and don't worry about what they're doing. The craziest thing to me about devout religious people Jeez. is somehow they think that heaven is going to be segregated. It's going to be segregated and the gays aren't there. Yeah, That is the craziest stuff I ever heard in but my life. But if we ever got into religion, hell, only, what is it, 44,000 people or 4,400 people are supposed to make it into heaven? Really? Is that the either, number? Yeah, it's either 44,000 or 4,400. And I'm just like, of billions of people, only 44,000 or 4,400, I can't think of All it. I'm saying is it's we have male and heaven. female thoughts. And that's cool as long as you're not gay, though. A rich, a rich man has about as much chance to make it into heaven as a camel passing through the eye of a needle. That's that's in that book they like. So why would you want to be rich then? I wouldn't want to be rich. I'd make money and give it all away because if I'm considered rich here on earth, I have no chance of getting into heaven. But that's but that that's uh, subjective. That's in the you Bible. Know, it's in the Bible, but that's what I'm saying. Also, they took one passage about like gay people and took it to the level, level 10. Yeah, but them same people that talks about homosexual people, I guarantee they got a tattoo. I said they're male. Well, yeah, they're male, female thoughts. They have all the tats and they do everything else on the list besides kill and be gay. And everything. But yet, but the you, gay. But that, you know what the problem like, with gay people is in their mind? Cause I don't have a problem with with, with uh, LGBTQ. The problem with religious people because and gay people is that gay people don't repent for the sin of being gay. Sadly, some they of them do. They don't apologize for it. God meets you where you are. I'm not going to get religious on this podcast, at least this episode. But anybody who goes to church supposedly should know God meets you where you are. And that whole God helps those who help themselves is not in the Bible. Go ahead. I digress on that. All I'm saying is a lot of this politics would be, a lot of these politics would be out the window if people just minding their business. I just think it's weird that people We need care. better roads. We need better schools. So let me get this straight because somebody is gay. We can't vote for them. We can't, you know, support them. And they could be the best candidate for us and everybody. Absolutely not. Not And we can't support them. We're supposed to be so diverse. It's crazy, but they want a straight white man running everything. Hey, that's what we can talk about. Why do people think that white men are the best uh, leaders? I get that shit in my everyday life. Like, I'm a black male I'm in management. I'm a supervisor. Been a supervisor since I was 19 years old. I'm 39 now. I'm 20 uh, 20 years in. And people still assume that I'm a supervisor because of fucking affirmative action. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a supervisor because I'm black. And it's not just other races. Black people. Black people. Will act like, oh, nigga, you you just. What are you doing there? You're supposed to be one of us. What you doing? You a sellout or. Or you think if you're you know what you're doing, supposed to be doing, you're a sellout. But if you helping them, then yeah, you're then you good. And I'm just like, yo, you want me to cut you slack, but when that non-black supervisor come through, 
you do, you jump, skip, and do whatever the fuck they tell you to do. Right, it's like. But a, you expect me to break all the rules and just let you do whatever you want. I'm yeah. like, I got a family to feed, dude. You not in my family. I, I got a wife and a son I'm responsible for. Right. Do your job, or at least make it to where they not make telling me nothing, good. so I ain't got to say nothing to you. Make it look cute. But if I say <laughs> something, then I'm wrong because I'm black and I should be cutting them slack. Yeah, we, but we the white just guy to come better. in and tell you, you ain't shit and you ain't doing your job right. You, yes sir, yes sir, I, I, I get it, sir. Me come through, oh, man, you eyes. tripping, you, yeah. you tripping, you doing too much. I'm doing too much. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's um, a product of being in the middle. We always say that, you know, we are blessed enough not to be, you know, down at the bottom. And then, but then the people at the top don't want us there either. So we are in the middle, and that's just how it is for a lot of us blurs. It's a struggle, but hey, you just gotta try to navigate through the minutia of it all. But um, we digress on that topic. It's been enough of that. Um, but I want to talk about just a little bit of this. Uh, this Ice Cube situation. So in fake woke news, the fake woke people are upset with Ice Cube. Take your ass back to sleep. Go back to sleep because how are you mad at this man who really, like Ice Cube hasn't needed money since he was 20. But he is actually trying to come up with a plan for black America and he's going to anyone who will listen. Like, what is the problem with that? Again, the second law of power is, you know, make friends out of your enemies because your enemies will work harder for you Mm -hmm. than your friends ever will. But a lot of us don't understand that. We think that you can only associate or communicate with people that agree 100% with what you agree with. No one agrees 100% with anything. So because you're a Republican and I'm a Democrat, I can't listen to you. That's weird. That's how people think. Even, even, well, well, that's what we should talk about on an episode. The social dilemma. That is, yeah. Well, the social dilemma has, you know, I was saying what makes people brolic or whatever, but I feel like being able to get on social media and have your beliefs uh, confirmed, whatever they are, whatever emotions you have, that's what happens. So Ice Cube met with Donald Trump, um, or his team did, and also with uh, members of the Biden campaign, and actually just to see, you know, my cousin always says, voting is an exchange. First of all, you're not going to get everything you want out of the person, but I digress. He met with them, which is good. He wanted to make his voice heard, his concerns heard. As far as us as a whole, and people gave him crap for that. But it's like, why are you mad at him for trying to get things done? We can't stand by. So how long do we wait in life to actually get the things that we want? So we have to wait for another Democratic president for that to happen, or what? I mean, first of all. I think it's stupid that people was mad at Ice Cube for meeting with Trump. Um, 
By the way, they were, it, it's not like the Kanye meeting. It's not like he was putting on a MAGA hat. But go on. Yeah, you know, he was trying to say they they was meeting for the black uh what is it? Black the Platinum Plan. Yeah, right? for black people, yeah. On Platinum Plan, yeah. So that's what they were meeting for. He didn't just up and say, Hey, I support Trump and so I'm meeting with him. That even that's not even what happened with Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey was meeting for him for an agenda for uh for housing. Um, and they were supposed to be linking up with Trump and Bill Carson, or Ben Carson, and only Trump showed up, and then Trump was supposed to link him with Ben Carson. So, uh, Q was meeting with him for the Platinum Plan, and then, you know, the White House leaked it like, hey, you know, I'm cool, Ice Cube's I'm on our side. Ice Cube was on my team, and Ice Cube was like, wait a minute, no. motherfucker, I didn't just meet with you, I met with the goddamn Biden team. Uh, Biden team, too. Just Biden's team told him, which makes sense. Uh, we'll revisit this if we win. Right, like because if we don't win, then it's kind of a waste of time. And if he met with Biden's team first, and that's what they told him, it only made sense to then go meet with Trump's team. Biden got, and Biden and, and, and Kamala Harris got a point. If we don't win for whatever reason right. on some Hillary Clinton shit, who won right. by three million on the popular vote, but then the Electoral College still had to vote Trump in, we'll get into that. We're not getting nowhere because the motherfucker that actually won, we didn't talk to. Right. So that's kind of crazy. Like I don't get. Like yeah. I understand. My wife's telling me, "Hey, don't argue with people on Facebook." Because you're not going to change their minds. Nope, that's still going to vote for who they're going to vote for. Me talking to fucking a judge or a mayor or a prosecutor, DA, that can actually determine some shit. Republican or Democrat. We're going to have a conversation. Right. Like, that shit is stupid to me to think that I should only talk to people that think like me. But then no. we don't all think alike because. <laughs> we are not a monolith. We aren't, but as a society, as a culture, anything. We have, and I didn't want to get into this, but it's kind of, he brought it up with Hillary. So, I just remember crunch time and like how it was, and we knew we all had to vote for Hillary. But we have toxic males who were like, you know what? I can't vote for the woman. And I won't vote for the woman. Even if our whole country, 200,000 people are dead because there were some dudes who have to have a man in the office. America. Africa. Africa first. I'm sorry. Africa had a male, a female. America, the world. I love my wife. I love Lady L with all my heart. If she started talking about this toxic masculinity bullshit. It's a real plague in oh, our society. Oh my god. Because people How? will not vote for somebody. So Kamala is the problem. She's a female. So we have a cousin who was Bernie Down, right? I'm not even gonna call his name out. But he Jasmine was extreme Jones. left. Pay attention. But you won't even vote for the Democrats that are running right now in the current race because it's a female attached to this. So you think that his reasoning is because there's a lady on the not ticket. voting because there's a lady quote on the unquote ticket. for Biden and Harris is because Harris is female. Yeah, he is not T.I. 
Mm, he might be. That is not the reason why. And you know what? He wasn't I going won't even so give T.I. shit because I feel like even T.I. realized what he did in hindsight was wrong. That he shouldn't no, have done what that. What he said in hindsight was wrong, yeah. Yeah. The, him putting it out there about Hillary, this whole notion of they're the same people, no, that's, that's well, see, really frustrating to me. My wife got mad at me, me because... I used to call Trump Red Trump and Biden Blue Trump. Right. Because because they're two old white men. You know, Biden's history was oh, questionable. The crime but, bill. They did not sit and write that crime bill and was like, hee hee, we're gonna lock up black people. That is not what happened. I, and I, I'm not gonna let y'all I, say that. I agree with you at now. I agree with you. I have Biden just had, one thing to say. How about just don't get in trouble? Biden what? had one good point. He said, we wrote that bill for everybody. We did not control how it was uh, given out enforced. and being enforced. So, yes, we wrote a bill that should have been enforced equally and fair to everybody, regardless of ethnicity. But the prosecutors and the judges decided, hey, we're going to give black people more time than we get. That's why people should watch that show on Netflix, 13th. Yeah. Because it talks about how and why they try to incriminate black people more. Because, again, free labor happens in jail. Right. You put all these black people in jail, or and they got all this sweatshop work that these prisoners have to do for a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, uh, uh, concrete work. Uh, sewing jobs, all kind of jobs happen in jail for less than minimum wage because they're a prisoner and that money just goes on their books. I have so, another thing to say know. for the people about the crime bill. It's so ironic that the 94 crime bill is the only bill that stands out that people want to say actually like the black people because stop and frisk actually was worse. You know, stop, let me let me finish. What I'm saying is there's been a lot of bills that have become law and nobody took them and ran with them to touchdown. So because that's associated with your Biden though. But I love it, but every state jumped on board or at least the southern ones for the most part. See the problem and so is so why would, why are you just mad at him? Be mad at the governors, be mad at all the officials. Problem is when Barack Obama ran and decided to use uh Joe Biden as his vice president, black people didn't understand why he was chosen mm-hmm. as Barack Obama's vice president because Biden had a history history about partisanship. Yeah. That even Across dealt, the aisle. that even dealt with racist white people. You know, uh, to the point where he did the eulogy for, you know, a racist white person's funeral. But my thing is with that is like, yeah. He respected the person themselves, not the ideal. Right. I like I, I got friends that I respect that's thugs, that's gangsters. I got family members that I love that have some twisted ideologies. Yeah. I love the person, not the ideals that they that they do every day in their life. So that's how I can separate Joe Biden. Because, yeah, the whole, the whole, listen, I wasn't a fan. I'm not a fan of, uh, of segregation, of desegregation. 
I, I kind of felt Joe Biden when he was talking about how, you know, he wanted his kids to go to school with a certain group of kids. Because I think that had we still been segregated, but had the access to the books and shit that these prominent white kids had schools to, it would have been fine. The whole notion of desegregation wasn't necessarily to get white kids and black kids in the same classrooms. It was to have access to the same information. That's the part that people are missing. So, I think that we need to get to that point. Yeah, not the illusion of we made it because there's white kids at my school, but that we actually have books and, and technology like the the well-to-do schools. Because, you know, my wife, you know, talked about masculine, toxic masculinity. And, you know, um, Jamil Hill had a tweet that went out and a lot of people was mad about said tweet. Well, I can tell a lot of people mad about said tweet. A couple of I toxic males were mad about it. necessarily was mad about the tweet. But it came across, you know, in some circles, a couple of circles that we was in, uh, where people was talking about it. And, you know, <laughs> her tweet was, I did Her tweet said, no, I, say the tweet now, say I, the reaction. I have increasingly found, found that many black men just want better access to patriarchy. They don't actually want it dismantled. Right. I agree. Once you niggas was allowed to start fucking white bitches. Yeah. Which I know that's not the same thing. But no, I'm, it's kind of. I'm making a correlation between the two. So, if you don't like it, you know, kiss my ass. But once niggas was able to fuck white women without being we prosecuted. Made we can made make it. millions and we can talk to white girls. White women are a symbol of making it for these niggas. A lot yeah. of them anyway. I, I can fuck a white girl. Unfortunately, so a lot of that means I made our it. athletes. Yeah. Or building black so, wheels like, because of that. People don't want to address the logic behind what she said because they just want to say, oh, she just, there you go. And that's funny. You, you bashing Somebody black men again. Somebody said she was single. That, that lady is very married. She married. <laughs> Why she got to be single so, just yeah, because it's like, you don't like what she said. She's a married black woman. <laughs> and it's like, you know, patriarchy, a system of society or government in which... The father, eldest male, is head of the family, and the scent is traced through the male line. Like a society, a, a system of society of government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded. Like, largely excluded. True. A lot of you niggas are male, or, 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 or what they call that shit. Uh, I love it because most of them don't even want to raise kids, be a husband. They just want to do what they want to do. So a patri- what a patriarch key looks like for a lot of these guys is to have side chicks and menages. And I, and I said what I said. I don't trust any dude that, use re- uh, that uses future as a reference to what a man should Wait, be. Wait, what? Somebody Because if it? a nigga can agree with future and the way he handles himself as a man... You cannot tell me what a man should be, and I because guess they're mad at a wrestling. I don't. I, like my, me and my wife. You know, we don't see eye to eye on everything. Right. We are. She knows I'm the man in a relationship. I know she's a woman in a relationship. Right. But what does that even mean? But but I don't. I. We've had hardships in our relationship that didn't have nothing to do with us. I lost my job. She lost her job. I don't want a woman that I have to carry. Oh my God! So so I don't under want a, a patriarchy, woman. I sit around 
And I don't hustle. I don't want a woman that can't <laughs> think for herself. I want an independent woman that can go get it like I can go get it. Like, a lot of these niggas is just weak-minded. Right. That needs to feel like a man. I feel like niggas that feel like they need to be a man are weak. Because my thing is, my wife can come tell me whatever the fuck she want to tell me. And we can either have an argument about it or a discussion about it. But we going to get through it. I don't need to be right. Yeah, I don't need to be right. I don't need to put my hands on her and none of that shit. Them niggas that need to do that shit. Yeah, was abused or something or was, was fuck niggas well, that, that's the only way no, you can feel like a man by mistreating a woman we're not gonna say that because we have to just meet people where they are in love and a lot of these people didn't see love we both come from two parent households a lot of people don't get that that is a blessing and that's not to say if you come from a one parent household that anything's wrong with that but my parents were married your parents were married at one time. We know what relationships are supposed to look like through like aunties and uncles and things of that nature. But if you come from a place where you don't, all you see is men walking out. You know, I know some people that think just because they are merely just around their kids that they are winning at being a father. But that's not all. That's just, not it. I just don't look at like dudes who think. That I should be able to do whatever, say whatever, treat her. Like and I hear I dudes, I'm, I'm, I wear the skirt. Yeah, I hear dudes all the time act like you know, if a woman talks to me a certain kind of way, then I gotta disrespect her because she disrespects me. I'm like, but she is an adult, right? She is a human being. She is a person. Yes. Why does she need to be submissive to? Like women have to be my submissive. Hair is longer. I, so I the definition of a woman is a submissive creature. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like if I my wife is one year old, like a year and two months or some shit. So it's like one. I have to respect that. But even if I had a woman that was younger than me. I'm still going to respect her as a person. Like, I think some of these niggas, like R. Kelly, get chicks that's younger than them. So that's that justifies, that's the level yeah, that justifies them being able to control her. Like, why do I want somebody I got to control? That doesn't seem fun. That don't even make That doesn't register And me. that means you can't have maybe, any conversation. Maybe somebody. And that don't make me a simp because my wife ain't finna cheat on me. She ain't finna talk to me crazy. She ain't finna put her hands on me. Likewise. We not finna do none of that crazy extra shit it's about that people think happens in a relationship where and a sure. woman has uh, an opinion. Like, that's just weirdo talk to me that a man thinks. So, I think that's a portion of so that is toxic the toxic masculinity, which, you know, I think that a man should be a man in the sense that I should be the leader of my family. I should be the example for my family. What I say goes, unless my wife comes to me with some shit that just makes more sense. And honestly, on certain things, I defer to my wife because she know what the fuck she talking about. And I don't see why that's a problem. I don't know everything. Respect. I, I don't know everything. So, respect. I respect my wife and her opinions. How and are you with somebody that you don't fucking respect? So I feel like we unconsciously 
do that like right like before we make a big purchase or any decision we do defer to each other whereas you know people say oh you better tell them you know but we just do it because it's about respect it's not about what i better do we just respect each other yeah i just i don't i don't get it it's I like i see i see the whole and my wife get mad at me because i hear i hear about the whole toxic masculinity thing but i'm just like that's just this is not me so i have a hard time comprehending that shit because it's just like without without harriet tell me what would we be Right, because her husband bitched out and he didn't even want to be a part of it. And then he married a whole other chick instead of trying to, you know, lead to help the freedom fight with her. He wasn't strong enough. Without Cherry Chisholm, what would we be? Like, without certain women in our history, what would we be? Without uh, Coretta Scott King holding down Martin Luther King, who wanted to be with a white woman. That's a strong lady. Coretta Scott King, respect. You know, I just black women have done a lot for us in our history. But we don't, we don't get the respect. We just have to sit down and shut up, and that's it. Yeah. And so it's crazy, right? Like the Jamel Hill thing. That girl's probably said so much crazy stuff, but because she said that, she's all of a sudden canceled by the toxic males. I, I, you know, I respect what Jamel Hill does. However, I'll never fully be like her BFF because of how she feels about Jordan because she's a Detroit fan. And that's another discussion for another day. But <laughs> she wasn't wrong. And Listen. it's kind of interesting because I always thought of the guy she was on his and hers with. Michael he Smith. gives me toxic male vibes. Really? Yes. Like he's how? like. His, it's just, he he's from Louisiana. He's I'm from Louisiana, so Mike. I can say this. He ain't going to disrespect Mike Smith like that, man. He was he's always from Louisiana, A1. and I just know how those he men are. He was always riding I run You're my house. You're assuming because he was from Louisiana that he was like that. But he never carried himself like that, and I can't let you do my guy like that. I can't let you do my Okay, like that. well, that's a fair He was a fair always assessment. the homeboy. I'm just saying, and I like him, but I just, his vibes. The, the, the what vibe job did you get from Michael Smith? That's the vibe I got. I'm sorry. Hell, that's unless he told you he was from New Orleans, you wouldn't have knew he was from New Orleans. Uh, have you heard him talk? I never heard an accent oh. out of him. Maybe not gonna do my guy. Hey, shout accent. out to Michael sorry. Smith, man. I don't know where you at right now. <laughs> I think you're still on ESPN, but. Uh, now nah, you ain't on ESPN anymore. I don't know where you at right now doing your thing. I did like he, his uh, takes on stuff. He was ride and die. Yeah. Uh, Jamel Hill, even through her getting fired to the point that he didn't even resign. He didn't want to go back. Another contract with ESPN. So, uh, nah, man, you're not finna do my boy Michael Smith like that. Okay, no. well, I stand corrected. But just the vibe. That's it, guys. Just the vibe. But... That whole, yeah, that, that toxic masculinity thing is, again, like she just, my wife just tried to apply that shit to Michael Smith. No, and you see the interaction between us. We we going to talk it out. We gonna I'm not listen right to each about everything. Ideas, I'm just telling you and my we going to go from there. Yeah. But for people to act like women don't have ideas, they don't have a say, that whole notion of laying on their back and, and this shit. Like I had, me and my wife had an honest conversation about her last name. Because, you know, you know, had she said she wanted to do a, a hyphen, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Because, they don't hyphenate in Texas. Because though. my thing is, 
that whole name thing was only because if we was back in the day and she wanted to have the land and shit, yeah. if I died or something, she needed to have my last name. But you know, that's that was BS the only reason why we a woman had to take a man. Yeah, but they used to make the woman. If you didn't have a man last name, you was not entitled to the land or anything if he died. Yeah. And the kids needed to have his last name too, or they wasn't entitled to and that shit either. And that's my whole thing. I wanted the same last name as my child. Yeah, so I just think it's weird that men think that if they not controlling a woman, they're not a man. Ladies can do stuff now. I just don't need that. I guess i just never been a guy that needed that I'm me. I'm confident in who I am, so I don't need to control somebody to that's make me feel better about who I am. Four, I, uh, I know some dudes that's over six foot or my height or, or my same height that's, that's womanizers or think that they have to control a woman and a woman can only talk to them a certain way or treat them a certain way for Is them to feel like they're a man. Yeah, being able to manipulate a woman is happiness for a lot of men. Man, that's... Mm. I just don't need it, so... It never was... I just... I learned the good and bad from my dad. God rest his soul. And so I always said that... My dad was happiest... So, my dad was happiest when he was with my mom. But he did some things that led my mom to say, you we can't be together. And he was at his most depressed... Until he met his last wife before he died. Mm -hmm. And then he was happy again. Yeah. And he did everything he could to make that relationship work. Because he learned from the mistakes that he made with my mom. And I think it was beautiful because she, you know. Shout out to my stepmom. Uh, both of them. But I just feel my like. My mama, Joyce. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's really headstrong. And so. People would would be surprised because it's like you know yeah. he seemed like so a toxic going, male, going, but no, he wanted an equal. Going from my know. mama to Carver, who my mama was laid back. She didn't really you know voice her opinion too much. She just wanted not certain to, things. Not that you saw, and she wanted to be she's happy. She's a Virgo. Trust me. To going to Carver, <laughs> who wasn't waiting for you to ask. What she wanted, she was telling you what she wanted. She would go People beat. was like, yo, I can't believe your daddy with her because of his headstrongness. But and that was just a perception yeah, of their part. So that's why I, I learned. I was just like, yo, to be happy, you need somebody that you love and respect, not somebody that you can control. But a lot of times in relationships, people worry about the outside world. When I, when we are in these walls by ourselves, no one can make us happy but us. So this whole perception you putting on for the world, what does that do for you when you get home and you can't even talk to that person? See. You know, we get it all the time. People are like, man, your wife is mad cool because she watches sports, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, because it's okay that I watch sports. It doesn't make him less of a man than I watch sports. You yeah, know what I'm they saying? They say that mad cool shit until they find out she a Cowboys fan. And then I have to deal with that shit. My lifelong suffering, Cowboys fan. But my second team is doing great. Nah. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black Ms. and yellow. Khalifa was talking about a Lamborghini. Okay, calm oh, wait, down. No, 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 no. He was, he's from He was Pittsburgh. talking about the Steelers. 
<laughs> no, when they do that old, we them boys. We them boys, though. We, we not them boys funny. right now. We won't be them boys all them. season. But and we'll I, I get into say, that later. I don't knock it. I don't say nothing. Whatever makes you feel good about who you are, as long as it's not hurting anybody yeah. else. I tend and to like giving your business. kids trauma. But if you try to act like I'm less than a man because my wife has a voice and an opinion in our relationship, box me and find out the whole. I got two words for you, Michelle Obama. Exactly. And why wouldn't you want a Michelle? Like, yo, I'm going to say this shit on the podcast because I don't really give a fuck. Oh, no. Niggas used to give me a hard time because I go to the store and buy pads for my wife. Oh, good Like, that's a thing that niggas used to do. That's like, weird. I'd be in the store with some pads. Shout out to my mama, because my mama used to do that shit. Need some yes. feminine products and be like... She had sons. What is she supposed was, to do? Yeah, my wife, I don't have any sisters. Or with my, on my, with my mom, I don't have any sisters. But with my dad, I have a sister. Shout out to Mariah. But Shout with my out, mom, she was like, you know, I don't have any daughters. And I don't feel good, and I need somebody to go do this for me. So I used to go do it for my mama. And so when I got married and got engaged, and my wife wasn't feeling good, and she asked me to go get her pads, I go get them. And dudes be laughing in the store, and I be That's like, bizarre. I be like, yeah, you finna <laughs> go home and jack your dick, though. No, no. Anyway, you finna so go home and play with yourself. Is, is, I got a woman. It's in my weird. House, it's like, a weird. It's it's how, why this society is weird, right? Like we're humans, and I'm a female human. I'm gay. So every month, like, every month, you're right because it's not even scientifically possible for them to fight be for me, then, my guy. Let's but, see if you can catch these hands. I, even I, I hate to say it, hide when I have them. And why am I hiding? Because I wouldn't be hiding my pregnant belly. Like, what is wrong with society? Shit was stupid. Dude. What is wrong? A dude that just goes to show I was somehow wrong. gay or less than a man or whatever because he buys feminine products for his wife or his girl. And I'm just like. That's crazy. And I had women be right. like, you're a good man. My husband won't go buy my pads. I'm like, the shit ain't for me. Right. Why don't I give a fuck? Like I, get, like I said. Like, I'm going to go home and use these motherfuckers. Right. These like, are mine. And niggas really be like, nah, I don't buy pads for my... Like, nigga, they not for you. You know, Everyone knows they're I don't think you finna go home and use them hoes, Let, so who Did cares? you not go to health class? Did you miss that whole part? My, my wife on a cycle. I'm without pads. Like, <laughs> nigga, grow up. Yeah, people aren't gonna like that. But the real ones will. I'll say you. My wife said that toxic, toxic masculinity thing. I don't get it. Because I don't agree with it. Because there are certain things that a man should do. There are certain things that a woman should do. And I don't think we should but change those roles. Gender roles are weird. Guess but what? We all have to clean up this house. I'm not a maid. I go to work too. So if, the, if gender roles were so real, all of these toxic men who don't want their women to do nothing, you're not paying the cost to be the boss and your wife ain't at home chilling, getting manicures all day, then sit down. If she goes to work too, she's tired when she gets home too. Because guess what? She's a woman. She had to work harder than you at her job. So Well, see, I think that's the misconception. Because people fail to realize that back in the day, when women were the housemakers and the housekeepers, they didn't fucking go to work. Yeah, they were home it all day. It wasn't like they was day. going to work, putting up with bullshit, and then coming home and still had to dealing with one toxic man at work and, and another toxic man at home. Listen, 
Mm-hmm. We gonna argue mm. about this toxic man shit. Struggles. If you keep saying this shit. <laughs> you are not a toxic man. I'm just saying, just imagine some chick who is like a slave to her job who doesn't realize she don't have to be there. Because, see, I, I don't have to do nothing but be black and die. And that's just the way I go through everything. I don't have to go to a job. You like, I don't have to like be a slave she, to this. You like to see on on everybody hates Chris? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this. My man has two jobs. I don't have two jobs. Right? I know, but the but my point one is, job pays enough to be two jobs. But that's the ahead. point. But then, so just imagine that you are you. So my brother Rue will cook. Um, Absolutely. I am teaching my son to cook because he's gonna have to live alone for a while. I don't want him to go from mommy to mommy. But that's what happens when you have a mom and a dad that's involved in your life. My dad showed me what it takes to be a man. My mom was like, hey, you're not going to get a woman necessarily straight off. So you need to learn how to cook and clean for yourself. Yes. So my mama would show me how to cook. She would show me how to clean. So I know how to cook. And I show my son how to cook and clean. So. You know, my mama wasn't one of those, hey, you going to be this player and you're going to get all these women and you always have a woman in your life. There going to be times in your life when you don't have a woman and unless you're going to eat out all the time, you need to know how to clean your house and take care of yourself. Right. Like, so I respect the shit out of my mama this? for showing me that. Yeah. I mean, because otherwise you're going from mommy to mommy and that's a whole other problem. You yeah. want somebody that's to take probably care what of you it is. Niggas and out here looking, your clothes. You looking for a mom. Yeah, niggas out here looking for a mama and shit. Yeah. That's, that's that's you know that's possible, cause I'm just saying you need a woman to cook and clean and do all this shit for you, and you just out there doing whatever you want, and then if that woman cheat on you or something, then you want to kill her or beat her right. or you just lost. It's like you was a sucker from the start. Right. You was miserable. And 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 then you know that kind of stuff creates resentment, like so because you run your household and I'm so. You take pride in me going around doing stuff that I don't want to do against my will with you because of what the Bible says. <laughs> and then, so now I'm side-eyeing you and slowly poisoning you. No. Even <laughs> in worse, your dinner. <laughs> even worse, you're only doing that portion of the Bible. Right. Not the rest of the stuff not that's the in the rest. Bible. And you're just doing obey, that one part respect. of the Bible where the woman got to obey and, and do what the man say or whatever. Right. And that's not even what it says. Hey, listen. I like fish in the books, but that's no here nor there. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, well, I guess we can get into a little sports since we got into a little sports before. I know we're late, but the Lakers won the championship. Twenty Here comes the Lake fake Lakers fan who's going for the Rockets. Fuck your asterisk. Yeah, it was a hard First of season. all. I always tell people that I'm a Lakers fan. Listen, first you of all. You cannot be a Lakers and a Rockets so, fan. Yes, I can. No, it's not going to work. Let me tell you how. Those people hate the can Lakers. Can I tell we you how? Are oh, you going to let me tell you? Go ahead. Okay. My dad, Mr. Kenneth Ray Horn Sr., was a Rockets fan. He was a devout Rockets fan. God rest his soul. I love that man Dell. He was a fucking Rockets fan. Because of my daddy... And them two championships in the 90s. Ooh, I think it was 94, 95. So we talking about those. But then 93, 94, 94, 94, 94 95. Cowboys, My daddy lost his shit celebrating. My daddy was a Rockets fan. I am a Rockets fan. 
But I also have my brother, Kenneth Ray Horn Jr., who was, you know, a very prominent uh, uh, person in my life when I was growing up. He was a Lakers fan. Oh, that's why you uh, a Lakers fan? Funny thing is, his, you know, he liked, like, uh, James Worthy and Magic. I liked him, too. But he was a big Eddie Jones fan. So, initially, my brother Kenneth is the reason why I didn't like Kobe Bryant. Which is because weird. Because Kobe Bryant replaced Eddie Jones or made him, uh, you know, um, made him, uh, you know, tradable. Well, when I he don't became that decision. When he became, uh, when Kobe Bryant became a Laker. So, because my brother was a big, you know, Nick Van Axel uh Eddie Jones. All fan. the mediocre people on the team, but go so, on. So my my dad, Kenneth Ray Horn Senior, is the reason why I'm a devout Rockets fan. My brother Kenneth Ray Horn Junior is the reason why I became a Lakers fan. My brother uh Kenneth my brother Ken is the reason why I was a North Carolina fan. Why? Because he was a North Carolina fan. I wasn't really into basketball and stuff. I learned from who my dad and my brother liked. So you didn't know Michael Jordan went to Target? No. Went Actually, my first my first revelation of being a, a North Carolina Tar Heels fan was my brother Ken because he liked Ed Coder and Rasheed Wallace and all them when they was on that team yeah, with Jerry Stackhouse. Michael Jordan, bro. Okay. With Jerry Stackhouse. Actually, uh, Ken didn't like Michael Jordan. Uh, That's a whole other problem, but okay. I respected Michael Jordan. Uh, I come to, to be a Michael Jordan fan. But when I was younger, my uncle Glennell was a Jordan fan. And my daddy used to be mad at him because it was like, you know, we from Houston. But here you go with all this bullshit yeah. on. And my Glennell would be like, uh, Michael Jordan is the baddest motherfucker on the planet. And, and he was would, right. And my daddy would be like, yeah, true, but we from Houston. So How are they your rival, though? Always, they can't be your rival. No, nah, it wasn't no rival shit. It was just, we from Houston, we going for the Rockets but for my daddy. But better than going for somebody in the Western Conference. Therefore, I am a Rockets fan and a Lakers fan. Lakers won. Allegedly. So, two things about this, right? So, I kind of stopped liking the Lakers, I mean the Rockets, because, <laughs> one, they traded Akeem Olaf. No, wait. Oh, First God. thing they did... Was they traded for Charles Barkley, and I Who liked hated him, and I liked Mario Ellie, and the Rockets traded for Charles they Barkley. They traded three people after Charles Barkley threw that basketball at Mario Ellie, and then Mario Ellie didn't want to resign with the Rockets. Then they drafted Markan Turskan, Michael Dickerson, and Bryce Drew with those three picks, and didn't draft Rasheed Lewis. That shit Rashad pissed me off. Rashad Lewis. Then. They traded fucking Akeem Olajuwon, let him go to the Toronto Raptors instead of fucking uh, letting him stick around when they had Catino Mobley and and uh, and uh, uh, Steve Francis. Mm-hmm. Then they drafted Yao Ming, which at the time, not gonna lie, I, I, I fucked up. I, they drafted uh, Yao Ming. I wanted them to draft Drew Gooden, but they went with Yao Ming. Then they got uh, 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 Tracy McGrady. While this was happening, the Lakers were steady winning. Yeah. Then they got Tracy McGrady. My problem with Tracy McGrady and Yao Ming being on the Rockets is Rockets fans hated the Lakers and the Kobe and Shaquille O'Neal duo. But you go try to get your shooting guard duo just like the Lakers while hating on the Lakers for doing this shit. 
Well, Shaq well, and we Kobe. Well, we all know it was a jealousy like, thing. Are you serious? So, you he know, was I was hit or miss. No, I don't think they were. That, that whole Elijah one thing, though, that hurt my heart. That shit hurt my heart. So, until they got rid of Yao Ming and uh and uh, Tracy McGrady, I didn't go for the Rockets for a stint. And I didn't <laughs> like Kobe at first. I didn't like Kobe <laughs> Bryant at first, God rest his soul. Because not only did my brother not like him because he took uh, Ed Coat, I mean, uh, uh, Eddie Jones' spot, but he went to prom with Brandy. And at the time, all due respect to my wife, I love you. You're the beautifulest thing in the world. But I had a crush on Brandy. And she was Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. And I was like, who the fuck's this nigga? Kobe so, Bryant? You know. All Kobe that said, Bryant, six, I came six from to respect the Kobe Bryant with all my heart. So I have a problem with the White Howard bitch ass winning the fucking championship with the Lakers uh, after he quit on us he got when Kobe got Indonesia. hurt. And I think Steve Francis was hurt too. I mean, Steve Nash was hurt, too. And uh, we was in the playoffs. It was him and Paul Gasol. And that motherfucker quit on the goddamn team. And I'm like, now you want to come back with LeBron James and AD and win a fucking championship? No, fuck you, motherfucker. But he didn't do anything. Kobe expected him to But he's sitting there crying. Don't give up for your dreams. Don't let nobody tell you. You can't. You shut your bitch ass up. I know. I don't don't like him. So I said all that to say. Uh, Lakers number seventeen, eat a dick if you don't like it. Boston, we caught up. Uh, uh. Let's go. Uh, I think the Lakers is gonna get that number eighteen. Motherfucker gonna get to that twenty. I don't uh, know. Let it, motherfucker. No, because Anthony Davis already said he gonna resign with the Lakers unless mm. something stupid happen. Yeah. Uh, then they can get some free agents. Let us uh, So you know that twenty twenty one twenty twenty uh, that twenty 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 one. Looking real magnificent well, right now. Well, let me ask you, though. You know, this is LeBron's, what, fourth? Mm-hmm. One out of nine. How many Eleven. times? Eleven. Wow. So, anyway, you know, people are saying, you know, he's getting close to Kobe. And they're saying. In the words of Young Drunk, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Anyway, so they're saying he's getting close. They say he already passed Kobe, but that's <laughs> that's blasphemy. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, legacy wise, why compare them? Why do we need to compare? Compare who? Why why does LeBron have to be better? Why does he have to be better than either one of them? Because they uh because everybody in their era wants to say that they got to see the greatest player. We got to see Michael Jack, uh, Jordan. Who is the greatest ever? Who is the greatest ever? And we got to see Kobe, who, who was a, a replica of that. Yeah. So now all the young boys want to act like LeBron James is the greatest ever because that's their era. And it's like, no, motherfuckers. I just not. think numbers lie. Like Cynthia I, I Cooper respect, got more heart than LeBron James well, I on the basketball LeBron court. James. Cynthia Cooper. But he, he Women have cramps. They never stopped her from competing and yeah, completing the basketball ladies game. Can do stuff. She won five championships. Four. Back, four back back to back to back. This nigga ain't never three peated in his life. Well, Fuck out of here. But he's been to the finals, so now what it they're saying is he done three peated. He done <laughs> lost four five in a motherfucking row. Matter of fact, 
hoop jogging. I'm coming for you, motherfuckers. That nigga done three beat it. Three losses in a row. Four losses Yikes. in a row. This motherfucker but ain't never won three in a row. Feet is getting Fuck to the here. finals, but I would argue that on the East, there was no one. Then they want to talk about the competition that uh, MJ faced because the league was expanding. Bro, all that. Everybody when he got to the big Michael dance, Jordan, six and zero. Six and zero against Hall of Famers, top one hundred players. Let me ask you this question: They say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is actually the greatest player ever between college and the pros. Mm-hmm. The argument with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is you can't teach height. He was only good because he's tall. Yikes. Michael Jordan, you know, for somebody Skills. like me that's six foot tall, this nigga was six six. That's height. But they say he's he was skillful with his shit mm-hmm. as opposed to just being seven foot and tall. And just touching the rim. Yeah, do you, you so you agree that you can't say Kareem just because he was a seven footer. I agree. Okay. He could be the greatest among seven footers. That's a cute conversation. But about. overall, can't be nobody that tall because they were just tall and dominant? No. That would mean Yao Ming is in this discussion. And no. 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 Don't you ever say that again. I'm just saying numbers lie. And so, again, while I respect LeBron, and I didn't, let me just say, a couple years ago when he came to the Lakers, I didn't know how I felt about it because he was a team killer and all of these things. I just... You know, he didn't get along with coaches. People seemed to leave, get traded, all this kind of stuff. I just didn't know how to feel about him. But, I mean, I guess I'm happy he's on the team. I'm I'm still getting used to him being in the purple and gold. Um, I just hope that they can have some kind of continuity because I just know that LeBron likes a challenge. And I'm not sure that he would want to end his uh, career in L.A. So we just need to make sure that we keep some type of continuity in winning. And we need somebody who's like the future, right? Like Kobe was. Kobe stayed with the Lakers for 20 years. I mean, LeBron does not have 20 years left. I know he's about 12 now. But, you know, eventually he's going to start, you know, transitioning out of the league. And I just don't know. If he's going to stay. But I just hope that he helps build a transition that goes on with the Lakers. And we just keep continuity. And we keep, you know, in the playoffs. And LeBron say he's trying to play with Bronny. Oh, that's dope. He want to be the first father-son in the league and play together. So that's the reason why he's trying to continue playing. But It's hard. Yeah, because he getting older, it's quote unquote. Grueling. I mean, I mean, he's young. Like I said, he's twelve. But I just know. the way your body gotta go and do. I think Kobe would have played a little longer had he never uh, hurt his Achilles. Yeah, can we not talk about that? Because I can't even watch Kobe Bryant's muse without crying. That yeah. was rough. I can't. You know, Kobe Bryant. You know, thirty-five years old. His son is what sixteen. So he'll be about thirty eight. Ooh, he can do it. I mean, he could tell Brady the situation. No, uh, who was it? What's his name? Willis, uh, Kevin Willis was like forty three or something. Wow! By the time he retired, so you know, if he would be willing to take a back seat though, like you're not gonna be starting at forty three. I think he will though, because they say he already been telling uh, Anthony Davis, you know, this your team. I'm just here to help. So okay, well that's 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 good. 
I just think that you stay out of the coaching staff. I way. think that Lakers fans have to decide: was it worth it? What was one championship as it is right now worth giving up Brandon the future Ingram and 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 uh, uh what's his name Ball Ball he ain't Lamelo Leangelo is it Lamelo. Yeah, one of them niggas. One of them little wow. light skinned boys. Oh my god! <laughs> Not it was worth it in Hart <laughs> and uh, Randall, cause it's like, yo, you know, we had a nice little team, but people always mistake See, this yeah, one thing about. I'm a Lakers fan. Fuck what you talking about. Yeah, I like Lakers the Lakers and the Rockets. I'm a Lakers and Rockets fan when it comes to professional it's basketball. It's not even possible. I'm a Texas fan when it comes right. to professional football. Comment, subscribe. And I'm an Astros fan when it comes and to Rockets fan. I don't think so. I don't give a fuck. Go ahead right in if you want to. You're going to catch these bars. I'm a fucking Just Lakers answer, and Rockets I, fan. I mean, I don't think it's possible. I live in the city of Houston. You? These people are horrible Listen, and mean. My wife is from De Quincey, Louisiana. Yeah, shout If out. anything, she should probably be a New Orleans Saints fan. But you are a... What does that have to do Who with Who is your anything? favorite football team? The Dallas Cowboys. Okay, who is your favorite ba- uh, professional basketball team? The Lakers. And who is your favorite baseball team? I like the Astros. Now, nah, nigga, who is your favorite baseball I team? I like the Yankees because of what they okay. stand for. So she is the bandwagon holy trinity of sports teams. The Cowboys, the Lakers, and the I Yankees. would say if you live in she a city only and you started go like for the in team, the Rockets that's because the niggas got a World Series. Fuck out of Astros. Here. You are no better. I own it. Al- I'm not saying that because I don't want to sleep on the couch tonight. But anybody that lives in Houston, Texas, and is a Patriots fan oh. is a great Patriots fan because when the when the Texans wasn't here and the Oilers the, went to Tennessee, we didn't have a team. What's the problem? And guess who the team that was winning in the time between the Oilers and the Texans? It's the motherfucking New England Patriots. So what's the problem? That's why you have so they decide, Patriots they fans. They fell in love with Tommy. They decided to go for a team that had championships. Fuck out of here. So, okay, so I should pick the losing team? If my big ass <laughs> could roll over on the ground and point out of the roll, I would say, fuck out of here. Because... Niggas think because, oh, I picked the team that was winning, that somehow elevates. Why would I pick the losing no, team? You're still a dumb So, everybody. You're just going for a team So, once won. the Oilers live, everybody was supposed to run to be a Cleveland Browns fan? No, I became a Vikings Tampa fan. Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I started liking the Vikings because of Denny Green, black head coach. Then they got so Cole then Pepper. Then they got, uh, I don't know how many Super Bowls the Vikings have, but I imagine they have at least one. None with them niggas, but keep going. So that's kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You went for the Vikings, and I believe because they had a black head coach. So you have your reasons. They you know can funny? have their own. It was funny at one point. I was a Vikings and Timberwolves fan, which is just weird. On top of like the Rockets and the Lakers because of Kevin Garnett. But so you can't contrit- can critique somebody and tell them. Who they go for? This is a free country, and we can go for who we want. I'm not, but what I'm so saying is, so the reason why I like the Cowboys is because a lot of my family what? members are Cowboys fans. That's, that's right. Yeah. So what happens was we are in Southwest Louisiana. Shout out to Southwest Louisiana, and the TV contracts that Jerry Jones had was 
we were watching the Cowboys games. That's the game that was on. We didn't get to see the Saints, even though the Saints were losing. Like, so again, I'm supposed to go for the Saints and put a bag on my head. Absolutely. It's just weird that people think that. I don't don't have a problem with the Saints. Up until the Katrina Bowl. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. But the point is. I don't believe that people. People say that Katrina Bowl shit. But if that was true, then the Texans. Would've Go been back no and watch one. that game. Then the Texans would have been the one from all these Nobody cares about us because we Trump 2020 down here. No one cares about Texas. Uh, uh, Louisiana is a red state. Fuck you mean. Yeah, but we're cool. Like, we have New Orleans. Who doesn't like New Orleans? Garbage. Okay. You like New Orleans. Love New Orleans. Exactly. I love the New you Orleans. You love... Oh boys, you love all of our seafood. You love gumbo. You love with with Jazz and Dominique and her brother. Lit. New Orleans is lit. Matter of fact, no. Oh no, that was Austin. Anyway, but the point is, Mm -hmm. you can't tell somebody who to go for and why. So Tom Brady was dope back then, even though you know all the cheating they did for him. But you know he still was dope. You can't be mad at Bill Belichick because he knew the rules. What about the flag? Even the most minute rule he knew. What about about the flag? They didn't prove it. Didn't he get in trouble? He got only suspended. Cause he, only because he wouldn't get them niggas his home. <laughs> I can't deal with them. But the point is, so you can't be mad at somebody for being a Patriots fan. Something. The only Patriots fan I'm mad at is this Houston guy Patriots I saw in the mall today. Pussies. I saw this guy in the mall today with Looked a like denim a sucker. He had on a denim vest with Patriots uh, on the back. And I'm like, apparel. where would one find that at? Where did you get that? Fuck nigga apparel. I was like, this is bizarre. I don't understand it. Just in case the mic blurred a little bit, I'll say it again. Fuck nigga apparel. This nigga had on. But you on, can't be mad at I ain't never People seen like this nigga had on a denim, denim jacket with like a red t-shirt with like some fucking it was denim weird. biking shorts or some denim cutoff shorts and a fucking Patriots hat. I just slowed down. I had to look. I wish I would have taken a picture. Started calling that nigga Fruity Loops when it I was, was walking bizarre. through the goddamn mall. Pause. It was just weird. I mean, the Patriots colors are ironically the same colors as the Texans. All these goofy ass red, white, and blue team. Yeah, I don't like it. But, Goof um. Ass. Yeah, you can't tell somebody who to go for, though. I stand corrected on that. I mean, I stand by firmly by that. Yeah, you do stand no, corrected. No, I don't. You can't I tell stand firmly. I stand behind it, and I guarantee it. You can't tell me who to go for. Uh, all right, Denzel. Well, like, how can you tell somebody that they are their fandom is better I than yours? By, I guarantee it. Even if you don't know me, and King Kong shit on me of General Mills. All that. All the Denzel quotes. How you go from uh, that movie to fucking. Well, what did he say in John Q? I forgot. Absolutely not. We're not going to Uncle Denzel. Uncle Denzel. Shout out. We know somebody that say they know Uncle Denzel, but that's a story for another what? day. What? Oh, anyway, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> uh, well, guys, this has been the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, like, review, subscribe, comment. We got the uh, Facebook page that's Blur Perspective Podcast, and we have the Twitter. Twitter, 
That is Blur Perspective What's Podcast. Holla at your boy. Holla at your gal. Alright, and that's been Blur Perspective. Until next time. Instagram was full of shit.